0: This
1: is episode 59? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, when we get to 69. no. Nice. I was about to say, nice. what are
2: we going to do for... I
0: was thinking today. I was like, I really want an Eagles jersey. And I was like, you know what I want? I want a Runyon jersey. Ah, uh,
2: 69. <laughs> Run- John Runyon 69. Who's the other? Um, Evan Mathis wore it too. And he was like the first like really online Eagle. Like, yeah. He would respond to... Like, he followed fucking everyone on Twitter. Nice. Um and he, I, he also had 69. He, I, I'm sure that he picked that out. But like, he was just <laughs> like, nope, 69. That'd be a really good one. So this
1: mm-hmm. is session 20, right? It's 20, yeah. yeah. So 23 3 would be episode 69.
0: <laughs> yeah, so next year. It's not till next year.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Episode 69. I'm
2: joined by my balls in rosé. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get, yeah. get Planning for it now, fellas. Yeah.
2: Welcome to Brose. Have a break. Have brose. My name is Matt Casnell and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeton. Hey guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey everybody. And across from us, reporting live from Wichita, Kansas, Tim Hansen. Mm-hmm.
3: Can't remember the team name.
2: Uh is there a team in Wichita? Like a minor league team?
3: Uh basketball. College.
2: Oh, uh, Wichita State Shockers.
3: Yeah, those guys. The Shockers! <laughs> I was, I was, as soon as you said Wichita, I was like, Oh, I know this team. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. The,
2: they're <laughs> like the the inexplicable, like, middle of nowhere, mid major team that somehow always has a phenomenal uh basketball they're team. They're always in there. Yeah. They're, they're always in there. Every year, and they're all, they always win at least one game. Like they're 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 remarkably good. Uh welcome to the Brose Podcast, everybody. Your source for all things Wichita sauce, Wichita State shockers. <laughs> Wichita sauce. Wichita Sauce. Wichita Sauce.
4: Wichita
2: sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any, like Worcestershire sauce? Worcestershire State, uh, yeah. <laughs> home of the sauces. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Brose podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, the premise of our show, if you didn't know already, is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, we do it all while drinking a delicious glass of rosé each. We're actually on session two of... Uh, we're actually on the 20th session and our second glass of rosé for the evening. Um, so things are, get, things are getting spicy here Spice. in the rosé the, the office. Uh, if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you should email it to broséquestions at gmail.com. That's broséquestions at gmail.com. Uh, pre-show grade, guys? A plus. Damn yes. Right. Damn Give right. it an 11. Every time. Every, a plus plus every time a plus plus Ooh, mm-hmm. s plus double s s plus Yes yeah, does a special rating uh who would like to discuss their rose first this time Tim wants to discuss his rose first Tim's raising his hand. <laughs>
3: I don't know why uh, I am drinking yes way rose uh, a product of France 2018 vintage I can't read whatever region it's supposed to be from but uh it's it's a dry wine lighter in color i'm not a big fan of dry wines but i still give it a braverage because some of the other dry wines i've had have just been like literally disgusting Hmm. and 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 this isn't this isn't bad Mm -hmm. i would not buy another bottle of this for myself but if i had to drink if i had a choice of like you have this dry wine or another dry wine it's like this is definitely the one
1: i'm gonna
2: pick okay okay so a little bit of extra experience there yeah uh rich what are you drinking tonight
1: uh wholly contributing to the delinquency of minors batman uh i'm drinking the gotham project that's number two on the list (laughs) uh, i'm drinking uh canned wine called uh the gotham project uh it would be a very good wine on a dark night like tonight um Ah. It's uh, it's 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 pretty sweet it's um I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I can get by. I can get past the uh, the, the second second the aluminum can. Yeah.
0: You get out. You get uh, over it. Yeah. The yeah. issue
1: is this says it's sup- two cans are supposed to be three glasses, and the first can barely made it through the first episode. Yeah, and think, I'm si- I'm making small. Sure, I think sure, their sure.
2: definition no, of glass is different than the official Brosé podcast <laughs> I, definition. I also of a think glass. I
0: think they have like the ABV is generally mm. pretty high on
1: canned wines. What is it?
0: Um, it was like fifteen or sixteen?
1: I'm not sure I can't I mean, find it is the
2: average rose is like what twelve 13, this, mine is
0: thirteen five thirteen okay. two which is like think twelve
2: five yeah, yeah, and mine is uh can't find it, but I'm gonna guess it oh, there we go it's a uh, twelve point eight yeah so it's, uh like, thirteen five, yeah, yeah, it's a little more potent, yeah I've seen the yeah, we seen the ones that are like fifteen yeah. sixteen yeah um some, some have a punch they have some punch to', them. <laughs> yeah, my rose is bijou. Uh, which is French for jewel, and the tasting notes, of course, say the French word bijou means jewel. Uh, this is this is a this is a fine rosé. I, I would also I would say that this one is like flaming braveridge. Like it's just <laughs> it's just it's reveling in its own mediocrity. It is a very dry. I I, I don't so know so braverage. so braverage. Like I, I'm with Tim. Like the the dry rosés are not really in my wheelhouse, which is a shame because I think a lot of them are like that. Um, but I. But this, this one's I, I like it better than like a super sweet one, but I also I don't know. Maybe I just don't like rose. Maybe we should just cancel this podcast. Uh, but uh Scotchy scotch
1: I, love scotch, scotch, how, scotch, scotch, scotch I love how our ratings went from like brosome, broquet, brothel to just different um adjectives before. Mm-hmm. Braverage. average Braverage. Yeah. well because we have a better idea
2: now like we've been drinking rosé for, yeah. for 55 56 weeks at this point like, yeah. like we're, we're at the point where we've got a little bit better of a frame of reference so we're like honestly this is fine yeah like I've yeah, had yeah. I've I've know I've had better we all kind of have our tastes at this point and this one is you know I wanted to try it it's one that I hadn't seen before and it's it's okay yeah. It's, it's okay I, I, would not, I would certainly never go out of my way for this mm-hmm. one But I would not be upset if somebody poured it for me Yeah. Yes. Sean, what are you drinking?
0: I'm drinking Courtney Benham A rosé of Pinot Noir for, It's a 2018 from Napa Valley okay. And I found, according to Total Wine This is a delicious and refreshing rosé That showcases the quality of Napa Valley wines uh, It's light-bodied and dry with flavors of raspberry mango and sun ripened nectarine and i don't know where they're getting mango but it definitely tastes like raspberry like it's very raspberry forward yeah and it doesn't smell like anything like you know how kind of if you smell rosé it kind of smells bad a little bit like a Mm -hmm. little bit like feet this one does not (laughs) smell like that this is slightly above beverage and it would be very good for breakfast like if you're going to brunch it'd be like a really good brunch one because it's very fruity in like a like a cranberry juice kind of way. Not, it's not overly sweet. It's yeah. nice. It's like a good the, breakfast
1: wine. I oh, love okay. the color of this. It it's is, like more it's, purple. It's very. It is good.
0: so cool. Yeah, like, I, I bought two recently. I bought this one because it was a Pinot Noir, and I bought another one because mm-hmm. that's what the guy from Total Wine recommended. But uh, this one, the wine, the bottle was too tall to stay in my fridge. So, mm. but <laughs> it,
2: it is this one is
0: very pink, but like in a really pleasing way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's the other one is like the, the look of most, like the average rosé for me is just kind of like it looks a little cheap. Yeah. Like it, it, it's got that very pale pink color. And it, listen, like, you know, a color is a color. Like, yeah, that, that could look that, – that one rosé could look pink because it's genuinely well-made and one could look pink because they just made it look pink. Like yeah. they, they just, but, but I love the color of your rosé. <laughs> love it's it. Very good.
3: It's really funny that you had a legitimate recommendation from Total Wine & More. Oh, I guess that's not Total Wine & More. But I went to a liquor store, and like before I could even ask anything, the guy just started bitching about the rosé fad. they like, oh my god, everybody wants rosé. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Yeah.
1: And that's but when like, you give him so a rosé card. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, so you, Yeah. hand him a card and go like, yeah, those guys are losers. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I, think yeah, I next like, time oh, it's for a podcast. Yeah, I think next time I go to a liquor store, so not for the next session, but the one after that, I think I'm going to go and explain what we do and be like, what give me like the best rosette yeah, yeah. that's not more than fifteen dollars <laughs> <laughs> hard cap because we are still not making we're still in a budget yeah uh,
2: so Sean you have in your hand an envelope of questions I
0: have an envelope of questions with uh, two glasses on the back it says sorry Jacob wasn't here to help <laughs> <laughs> so very very honest uh, let's jump right into it. Oh, Let me see. Hold on. I want to...
2: <laughs> we this t- happens every episode. Sean looks at one and's just like, okay, listen, it's we're like, not yeah, going to do, do this <laughs>
0: okay. God I just want to have an easy question. We know. had such downers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Amanda Hastings. away, Amanda. <laughs> All right. Here we go. What's your most memorable birthday? Which could be serious, but this is a little ideally a little bit more light than the other two i read which aren't super heavy but i need something to kind of now i've got it back under. in my head like
2: what is coming next yeah they're not um, that
0: bad but it's, it's like i need a downer answer but i
2: got this answer okay. okay all right, all right yeah. timmy let's go with you then first
3: uh so 23rd birthday yeah. 23rd is either 22nd or 23rd the big two but, three um, what
2: the big two three yeah, you know, know I'd, that's I'd what people to... call it—the big two-three. Sure, <laughs> I'd have
3: to look out. Uh, look up What year the uh, the Wizard of Oz movie with James Franco and uh, the chick from that '70s show came out?
2: Oh, uh, Kunis. On my birthday. Okay.
3: <clears throat> but uh, so it was it was a pretty shitty week leading up to that. Uh, work was garbage. I had a inkling that. My significant other at the time was being less than faithful, <laughs> and found proof about
0: that.
1: Oof, this was and twenty twenty three, right? Huh? Right? Uh, yeah. This is when you were twenty three. Twenty thirteen is when that movie came out. Okay. okay.
0: And I didn't okay, know so you yeah, yet. Twenty third birthday.
3: Because it came out on March eighth.
0: Yeah,
1: okay, because I was like, a, well, I was really throwing some shade Uh-oh. at his wife.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. What are we trying to figure out who it is? No, no, no,
2: no, no. no. You're, you're painting minutes. a picture, is all. Yeah. We've got, we've got an idea. Things are, things are not looking up for. There's not, not showing up as Tim.
0: Yeah, right not now. everything's not coming up Tim right now. Yeah.
2: No, and it that's that's why this
3: birthday is so memorable because it absolutely wasn't. But it's was like, all right, I'm not gonna deal with this now because I don't fucking want to. I would like to try and enjoy my day. So the night before March 7th, we went out to Moss. At the time, my stomping grounds, like my go-to bar in Westchester, got a bunch, got a handful of people to go out. I don't remember if it was karaoke, but it was just, it, just going to the bar. Yeah. No, it had to be karaoke because the drag queen was buying me shots of tequila.
2: So Moss, this was Moss's thing for a while. Was karaoke being run by it's, by by drag by queens. Shalita yeah. Buffet? Yes, Shalita Buffet, the one and only.
3: Amazing, amazing performer. Yeah. Miss you dearly.
2: Mm-hmm. Good cantina um, in Westchester.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, <laughs> So sh- shots of tequila
3: and uh, a good good friend in that he was trying to, like, provide all of the necessary information that he thought I may need and should know. Uh, Tim Bulger letting me know, like, yeah, this is absolutely a thing. You need to nip this in the bud
2: we mm-hmm. are still <laughs> talking about like... the tequila shots right Like this is a thing you need to nip this in the bud clink and then you drink right
3: <laughs> no so it's just like more or less having a huge a mild meltdown mm. on my, like at my birthday birthday party and then uh, leaving and then the next day being hungover as fuck because of all the tequila plus whatever else I had mm. trying to like I don't want to have this fucking conversation right now Please let me just be drunk and sleep off this hangover. And It's like, no, we're supposed to go see a movie. And I was like, we're supposed to go see a movie. I don't fucking want to see.
2: <laughs> it was it <a> us? <laughs> so it
3: my birthday being fucking
2: miserable. Oh jeez. Uh, uh, no ice cream cake or anything. <laughs> no, that was that was my twenty fifth birthday. Two years I, later. I, I, jeez.
1: Well, like, I I, I, up. I yeah. I can see where things come from because like I have three very memorable birthdays two of them are only memorable because bad things happened on them so go and... with
0: the happy one i tried to pick a happy question yeah. guys yeah.
1: Well, well like like the bad things weren't like it make me be happy the bad things weren't like my girlfriend was cheating on me but it was the one was my uh i had to move into the house i live in now to help my grandfather on my birthday on my 25th birthday and my uncle chose that date because he forgot what day my birthday was, and uh the other one was I was a kid like ten to fifteen, and my parents had a pool, and I was swimming in the pool and I come out get out of the pool um because we we're gonna take like family pictures, and my swim trunks ripped down my <laughs> ass crack and it's super embarrassing I remember this story? we've talked about yeah yeah um i I think that was my birthday at least the uh the good one though was um I think probably for like my 21st or 22nd 22nd or 23rd birthday I think my mom was like what do you want for your birthday I'm like honestly I just want to hang out with my friends have everyone over and hang mm-hmm. out and um she was like yeah sure we'll just throw you a party for your birthday it's fine uh I I had work or something that the day they were throwing the party so I had to go to work I, as I come home um I see like a birthday balloon and it was like it was a black balloon and it had the Grim Reaper on it was happy birthday there's backstory to that that I don't have to worry about, but the death, the death stuff <laughs> so is actually the like, <laughs> the death stuff is actually like part of the friend group mm-hmm. thing. It's not mm-hmm. a negative thing, with the grim reaper on it.
2: So it's like, oh cool. So like your mom put it out there like he's coming. <laughs> no,
1: no, it was it was something different. Um, but uh, I walk up and I say, oh cool, cool. They kind kind of got festive decorations. I walk up into my house. I walk through my house to the back deck where everyone was surprise it's a miley cyrus Mm -hmm. hannah montana birthday party (laughs) yeah only because a few days like maybe two to three weeks prior i was flipping through the channels (laughs) and an episode of hannah montana that was on she was doing one of the songs it was where she's trying to learn all the bones in the body (laughs) she's learning the bone song in the body And I was like, "That's catchy!" (laughs) And then my sister walks into the house, (laughs) and I am like, "Bone zone." (laughs) (laughs) So I I had all my friends over. They got me like Hannah Montana stationery, Hannah Montana uh, posters, uh, uh, coloring books, stuff like that. Super funny, super good chill time. It was it was awesome. Nice. but I still need to get back at my brother for throwing me at my birthday.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, well, my my uh, most memorable birthday was on um, uh, election day, 2016. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, I've had, I've I've been very lucky. Like I I I. I genuinely, and I mean this, I genuinely do not try to make a big deal out of my own birthday, but I've been very lucky in that other people have managed <laughs> to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last couple of years, my wife threw me a surprise party for my 30th birthday. Uh, my my brother and my, my wife uh, contributed to a birthday uh, surprise party a couple of years ago for my 29th.
1: Yeah, I think it was your twenty eighth. It's twenty eighth. Okay, okay. You had two surprise karaoke parties in like three years. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I have a type. Uh,
2: but uh, but I, I I want to bring this one up as as a memorable one because it was the the combination of like the timing of things and just the thoughtfulness that went into it. Um, I believe when I turned thirteen, um, I was coming off of knee surgery. I had I had torn my meniscus and I had knee surgery. And when you tear your meniscus when you're younger, you have to be in an immobilizer for like a really long time. Uh, so I think I had surgery and I was in a brace or an immobilizer for a combined like eight to 12 weeks, something like that, which is brutal. And it happened in May. So it was happening like in the middle or it happened like in April. So it was in the middle of the summertime. And I was just getting out of the brace and like starting to do PT uh, a couple weeks before my birthday. And at that time, uh, I had not gotten to play it yet. But the game Dance Dance Revolution was becoming a huge frigging deal, mm-hmm. and my my mother realized that I was like uh, like interested in the game, and I kept like talking about it, like oh this is a cool game, you know, like step on the buttons and dance song and all this. It's like a video game, but you're active. And my mom, uh, and my mom was helping me was wanted to throw me a birthday party, had my friends over, and found a like a cheap PlayStation One, and found. Like, game pads for DDR and had, like, Dance Dance Revolution Konomics uh, for my birthday party at age 13. Right when I was able to, like, actually use it with my oh, knee nice, and everything nice. like that. And I was like, dude, that's freaking great. Like, that's, <laughs> that's such... A, like, the combination of, like, I, I'd be able to, like, run or play basketball or do anything that, like, a normal 12 to 13-year-old would do for for months... Uh, and then I, I get to play this game that I've been I've been like dreaming about playing because that's what you dream about when you're 12. It's like I want to play DDR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, DDR was the shit. Sure. It was the shit. It was great. Um, and uh, it, it, just the, the timing of it and everything that made it a very memorable birthday for me. So uh, shout to Mama Kaz for like re- really making that one happen.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I realized after I asked that question. Because I was like, I want a happy one. I'm like, I fucking hate my birthday. Yeah. You don't like, have a happy ma- birthday, man. Well, no, because, oh, well, so my birthday is within five days of Christmas. Yeah. So it's like always overshadowed by Christmas, which is fine. And so you just kind of like, as I grew up, I and I'm like you, Matt, I don't like making a big deal about my birthday. Like, as much as I crave the yeah. like attention from other people. Right. Like I wouldn't have done a podcast for over a year <laughs> if I didn't like that. We all have
2: microphones in front of us. Like nobody look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: but exactly. Like I don't like I I don't like my birthday. And I remember on my 21st birthday there was like a huge snowstorm and so I remember shovel mm. like I shoveled. That was what I did that birthday. But like I think it was so last year for my 30th birthday when Mary put together that surprise party that was like ideal amount of effort that i want put into my birthday mm-hmm. like it was just my very close friends yep. in like a small place At like the american bar and the grill the <laughs> american bar and yeah. grill yeah and i'm a <laughs> fucking dumb idiot who can't i cannot discern that because <laughs> but like but i can't I, find it on google yeah but i was like it's fine. new <laughs> but um but i i genuinely like that's what i want is like i just want to have a couple close friends around and like have and be Golden Girls themed, just like <laughs> drink beer and wine and hang out. Like that's exactly what I want. Is a very low key, but like it. I before that, so on my actual birthday, uh, our friend uh, Aaron and their girlfriend Kenna came over to watch the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Because Aaron and I, we share a, a love for that movie. Like I can <laughs> quote that entire movie front of it. I loved that movie when I was a kid. but I don't know oh, why. Showed because i loved cocaine and tim allen uh but uh in that order yeah cocaine tim allen the santa claus uh but uh they came over and we had like a very low-key just it was just us them and jake were just hanging out and mary was so apologetic the whole time was like i'm so sorry like this is this isn't it it's your 30th birthday should be something big and was like Obviously there was going to be like a bigger party, but like I honestly didn't care, but I thought it was so nice that she cared so much. Mm-hmm. I was like this is so this specifically is like if there hadn't been an, a second party that was a surprise, like that would have been enough because it was so obvious that she cared about it. Mm-hmm. And she was like I want you to have a good time. I want you to know <laughs> that this is not it's not just going to be us hanging out. But if that had been it, that would have been fine cuz mm-hmm. I I do I don't like a big deal made about me in that way i want everyone to tell me how smart and funny i am yeah <laughs> So like don't celebrate my birthday <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the weird thing. it is like your birthday is like one of those weird things where it's like it's a celebration of you but it's just like well i was just you know i was born like it's, it's yeah. not necessarily a celebration of like something you did it's you live for you yeah. so it's, it's one of those weird things where you want to celebrate yourself but it's a weird way to do it mm-hmm. where it's just like an arbitrary day that you, you yes. to celebrate yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. but everybody like, has one yeah like,
1: i i had a good span of a couple of years where i was just like my i don't care about my birthday and I, I i was just not happy about it i just didn't want to celebrate it and then there was uh the past couple of birthdays I was just like you know Why the fuck not? Lean into it, man. Well,
0: and I I do like how you do it because you throw yourself a birthday party, which sounds like self-centered, but it's like nice. Yeah. It's like, hey, everybody, let's get together. Yeah. And it's not like... Let's get together and celebrate me. Yeah, but it's... It's all about me. But but it's nice because I think one of the things I don't really like about birthdays is it's out out of your control. Yeah. It's other people on behalf of you being like, look how great you are. And I don't like that. Like I do. I think I like the attention from this because it's like I'm actively doing this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you're what, kind of receiving it, was like,
1: it with, like, with the exception of this year where it was like, "Hey, I want to do this thing. Let's do it. It's not going to work out. Let's just have a party." Mm. It's generally like, "Hey, I'm just throwing a party that happens to be around yeah, yeah. my birthday." Sure. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: I love. It's great, but I, I do. do. I hate my birthday. <laughs> I, don't I concur. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, i also Tim also. You. Tim also hates his birthday. <laughs> but I am very grateful when people uh, give me the shout out. You know, when people do stuff, from, I'm not. I'm not ungrateful of yeah. the people who were there. Like, I'm very thankful all of you were able to make it to, yeah, the surprise. And we didn't go to a diner.
2: The, the official, <laughs> official position of Bros is that birthdays are good. Yeah. So uh, on
1: de- on December 21st, tweet at Hey, it's Sob. Happy yeah. birthday! Big yeah. ol'
2: happy birthday. <laughs>
0: you can tweet me after my birthday, <laughs>
1: yeah. or December 20th. Yeah. Sorry, you're, you're not allowed
0: to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you be like my aunt or. <laughs> Treated me a week before my
1: birthday. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. You know, <laughs> Happy I did birthday. That,
2: so, I did that with my, my poor grandmother, uh, and I, I I sent her a text message for her birthday a week beforehand um, because I have two. My, my grandmother's name is Tony, mm-hmm. and we just call her Tony. That's just the way it works. And my, I have a friend, Tony Pimpinella, mm. whose birthday is like a week away. Uh. And for some dumb reason, I didn't specify. Tony Casnell and Tony Pimpinella so every year I'd look and, and my alarm would go off at 9 in the morning it would say Tony's birthday and i go and the, the yearly existential crisis <laughs> would begin <laughs> I'd just be like which one? which one is it and I'd scroll through and the next one a week later would also just say Tony's birthday and I'd just with my phone, at the phone. <laughs> so I think I screwed up this year, and if I, I normally get it right, but I think I screwed up this year and sent my grandmother a message a week before her <laughs> birthday, and she was kind enough to not say anything about it. But uh, but she was like, no, "Oh, thanks, thanks very much." Um, so, what is did our you, next question? Did
1: you double down and wish her a happy birthday a week later? I insisted her again. Yeah, just <laughs> just keep going every week, just every in week. case I missed it. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: thank you, Amanda. For yes, that, for that question. Super fan of Letting Adam. us start with a light one. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> after two other.
1: Because here we go.
0: Have you have you ever had a conflict of interest? Yeah, probably. <laughs>
3: Living.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the oh, state of being alive. Wow.
0: <laughs> you wanted this to be a
1: happy question. <laughs> I ruined it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I mean,
1: I. I work in the foreclosure industry, and there have been times where somebody's name went across my deck so that I was like, I don't think I should be doing this, mm. but I ended up doing it anyway. But I'm like, that's a conflict of interest. Like, I don't know. I, I know these people. I shouldn't I shouldn't be processing their paperwork mm. and stuff. Um, but besides that, I don't think so. I'm not in a major besides like oh my friend is getting foreclosed on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not in like a level that i'm like yeah mm-hmm. i'm not at a, a level social that conflict I, of interest not yeah. necessarily
3: professional
0: right yeah i don't think i have any it, it gets a little bit close because i work the, the field that i work in is very small and so like i know everyone like i know everyone a lot of people in like especially like the legal side of things so it's like there's like a little bit of weirdness where I'm like I don't know how much I can ask of a person even though it's their job like I know them so I don't but I don't I think yeah it's more I don't think I have any professional conflicts of interest but socially there have been times when I've known things about people and it's like not my place oh here's a good one I actually have a very good conflict spill the tea Here is the tea so uh Mary's. Ex-boyfriend. Uh, there, they were friends for a while, and uh, he was engaged to this uh, this girl. Uh, and we went to we were going to see a comedian, and they were also going to see a comedian separately. But we decided to meet up for dinner before. And right before the dinner, it was it was uh, revealed to me that he had cheated on his girlfriend who he was engaged to and so there in that moment it is a weird situation to be put into when it's like i should tell um i should tell like you morally should i tell this person Mm -hmm. or like is it not my place and it was it's just like a weird place to be in to be like i know something about like she was during the dinner being like hey like so excited about her wedding, and I'm like, I don't think uh, that's going to yeah. happen. The waiter but. comes by, and
2: no. is like, "What would you like? I'll have a uh, two timing. I mean, two cups of coffee." <laughs> yeah, it
1: was awful. You gotta send her a gorilla mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you were the governor, of yeah. Arizona, what you What would you, want what would you do about your philandering fiance?
0: <laughs> it ended up working out, what, I think, what, what? for her because he went kind of bananas, and she uh, is not engaged to him anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, it is—it's such a weird position to be in because it's like a genuinely like i morally i feel like i should say something but like it isn't my place to root to tank this person's relationship like yeah but it is such a bizarre social, yeah. social yeah. situation yeah. to be in
2: that's a really tough one it's like it's like it's because like, it's, it's like you tell the person and it's it's thou it's their choice to believe what they want to believe at that point and like it, it it sounds like things just sort of work themselves well, out. Yeah, he in eventually
0: situation. he he did tell her and they broke up, but like it is I don't know. How how much do you want to get into someone else's life like that? Yeah. Right. right. It sucks. I
2: don't know if I, I'm I'm sure I've had one socially, but the thing the things that I that I think of immediately are back, way back when I was in, in college and I wrote for the, the student newspaper. Um, where you end up writing about, like, uh, I, I wrote sports primarily for, for our student newspaper. And you end up writing about things or issues that, that affect people that you know. Um, and one of the, the big stories that I wrote about was, it was like a year after uh, Duquesne cut a bunch of, of of sports for the school. It cut men's swimming, men's uh, baseball, golf, and wrestling. Uh, golf? Was it right? Golf? I can't remember now. Um, uh, baseball, wrestling, uh, swimming. And... It was yeah. I know it was swimming because yeah. I was friends with yes. one of the dudes. Well, swimming was one of the big ones because and and that's where my conflict came about because one of my one of my good friends was on the swim team. Um, got to keep his scholarship, but couldn't swim anymore. And he was a sophomore. He had two more years, and it was like do you really transfer schools just to you know do you swimming again or something like that? And so the next year, it it wound up falling to me. Uh, you know. To, to do this story and it's like well you know i've a i've got this friend of mine who who you know had his had his his sport taken away essentially and i have to write about the follow-up and do this in an objective manner and then secondly somebody recommended a source to me on the story and it was somebody that i knew from my freshman year and i'm like uh, so I, I can't talk to Hanchar like I I shared the bathroom <laughs> with Hanchar. Like, I had the same shower as Hanchar, but they're like, no no no, you have to talk to Yurko about this. Like he knows what he's talking about. All okay, right, fine. So like it was it was very it was very like uh weird waters, and it, it it's one of those things where like yeah, it's student like writing. So yeah, it, it, there's like there's that element. There's always an element of student journalism where it's like, oh well, it's, you're just writing for the school newspaper. But like people were pissed off about that story. We got phone calls about my story where it's like uh Kasnell misquoted me and I had the I had the I had the voice recorder I'm like I, I certainly did not it's right here <laughs> uh and my my editor-in-chief was like yeah it's fine but like it, it had like legitimate ramifications and like somebody like there was somebody that I talked to for the story um who I had talked to for several stories who got in trouble with her coach as a result of of mm. me just putting what she had told me in the story and like it was just a weird situation but because of the fact that I knew somebody who was adversely affected by the story and then I had to write about it yeah that was was probably the close the the one thing that comes up to me the most often but it happens it happens sometimes Tim how about you uh
3: so mine is a combination of social and professional all wrapped up into one um so backstory when I was working at JCPenney the only reason I got that job is because a former camper and CIT at the camp I worked at like she kept trying to keep in touch only a couple years younger than me kept in touch over the years and she's like hey I heard you were looking for a job JC JCPenney's hiring like come work here word stepped right in uh, ended up started in one department ended up moving over into the uh, uh, oh, fuck what's it called the Cadillac catalog Cadillac? The catalog the catalog of. division. Boy, i have JC been at jc Penny. Penny in too long <laughs> the catalog department which was just sitting at a desk and trying not to uh, fall asleep while at work for the most part but my boss the supervisor of the catalog department was only like a year and a half older than me and also best friends with the girl who was a couple years younger than me who got me who like told me to come work here so after a couple nights uh, out drinking and stuff like that, it was it was clearly some interest there. It was just kind of like, oh shit, like you're my boss. Hmm. And then she's like, yeah, and also my best friend really digs you, which is why she wanted you to work here. And oh,
4: like, here we go. Oh. Ooh, yeah, oh. Saucy.
3: So and I felt bad because like I'm 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 a nice guy, and at this point. At that point, and even now, honestly, uh, if somebody's flirting, nine times out of ten, right over my head. Yeah, I'm a
0: dumb idiot when it comes to flirting.
3: And even if I'm just like, oh, you want to go do this thing? Cool, let's go do this thing. And people are
2: like, oh, you guys went on a date? I'm like, we didn't go on a date. We just went and did this thing. It's like... We just went to Appetites on Main, and then a movie, and then walked around in the starlight for hours. And we (laughs) kissed. Yeah. (laughs) And I drove her home. I mean, that's like half of it. We went to Appetites on Main, and then I took her on the motorcycle (laughs) to go see uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, man. Oh, rough. Dude, Appetites on Main. Love Daniel
1: Craig. You know, that place is good.
2: (laughs) Dude, Exton, Appetites on Main. For those of you who are familiar with the area, Appetites on Main and Exton. Uh, bang in place to go for <laughs> bang in place to go to for uh, high school dates. It is
3: a fucking garbage fire every time you go.
2: Don't what? Go. Oh food, no no the food no no is no! Delicious. The the people who go are fucking messes. Uh. Do not go to Appetites on Main unless you know somebody. Hardly disagree. unless you got a big guy who's going to take the hit for you. Appetites is fine. Tim, I, don't I, listen to Tim. I've never had an issue there. You live but in I've Jersey, been... Matt. Go away. I think Appetites is like my second home in high school. <laughs> Tim, Tim,
3: when? Tim. In high school. How long ago was that?
2: It was like last year. It was, a long, it was, a, it was been a rough decade for me, Tim.
1: <laughs> I've even been to Appetites. I know that place. And I live in Jersey.
3: <laughs> You're making it up.
2: Oh.
1: All right. All right. <laughs>
2: But
3: long story short, obviously, I ended up stooping my boss and uh, ruined that friendship, I think.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, like, part of, like, breaking that young girl's heart was me telling her, like, listen, I'm not really trying to be anybody's first anything again. I've did. i I've done that twice. That's fucking weird. I'm not doing it. So she... like,
2: wait, hold on. So, like, first relationship or? Like... First
3: relationship, first anything. I was like, I'm not doing that again. So she came back from her first year of college.
2: Of first time o, at Appetites I'm on Main. Like, oh,
3: that is not what I meant
2: at all. Bold. I, I can't believe Tim doesn't like Appetites on Main. It's like, I'm crestfallen. The, the food is good. Yeah. I, I thoroughly
3: enjoy the food. But um, it is the only place that I've come really close to being kicked out of. Or watch people get kicked out of on a. That sounds like a new problem. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't know. Tim. I've
2: never come close to getting kicked out no, of Appetites on Me.
1: I seem to recall going to a bar during Matt's Bachelor Party that you almost got kicked out of. Okay. All
2: right. All right. That was Appetites on Broad, actually. <laughs> the Bachelor Party? <laughs> the right, Matt's
1: Party. You were not incorrect. <laughs> and then I had to talk. Yeah. I had to talk the bouncer down yeah. from kicking you out Wait, which one was that? It wasn't was even a bouncer. It was just
3: some short little
0: douchebag who worked
1: at the Okay, Tim. <laughs>
0: Glass
2: houses, my dude. Yeah, were you threatening a child?
3: It <laughs> was shorter than me. Fuck it. it was... All right, not literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it
2: when was... they asked, what would you like to drink, you didn't have to respond with, you know, I could kick your ass.
1: <laughs> it was It Did was the It was the last bar that we went it's the to. the one where no one wanted
2: to drink, so oh, Ben bought the a Irish
1: fucking place, pitcher. Right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. the Mexican place. Yeah, the it Mexican was, place, it, yeah. and they had all the um, like blow up, like yeah, the giant like Corona blow up. Corona, so I went, and yeah. I somebody, it is too low. Like so, I I held it up, and the guy came. Please don't do that. And uh, then Tim, being drunk, <laughs> Tim, and like hits it, and he comes over. Like, sir, I'm sorry. We'll we'll go over here. Tim, don't do that any- Sir, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and drunk at me like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Just, uh, yeah. oh. and-
0: that was wild that night. <laughs> that was. Yeah. That that was when I was like dealing with my weird, my gross stomach stuff. Uh yeah. Like shout out to episode one one. <laughs> Amen. That was, but like, so I left there like, but I was like, drunk and i walked back to the hotel by myself had no i idea can't believe you did that i don't e- i don't know well, either you know i what, had have my phone on like on power save because i had,
1: like five percent <laughs> left <laughs> so i just like yeah, turn it off power save that. real
2: quick yeah.
0: look at the gps and like turn it
1: off you know yeah. what at least you're a trooper and you made it through the entire night where vince oh yeah. uh, vince did did even come out with vince us afterwards. Vince yeah. didn't go out after the and then crawl, uh,
0: you and i shared crawl. a bed with jordan yeah, uh, well, yeah, not yeah. not with Jordan. You and I shared a bed, he, we and Jordan bed. was also Jordan, in Jordan was also in the room.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> who did I sleep? All right, who did I sleep with that night?
2: I don't know. Platonically. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't remember. I just remember <laughs> that was the other part. like, like dude, two you were the best, like
1: bedmate? Like it this was... is awesome. You had your side, I had my
3: side. You didn't snore, and I was like, wait, wait, wait I didn't snore. Were yes. we in the same bed? <laughs> and
1: uh...
2: then I
3: immediately woke up, and it's like. I need to
2: vomit. Yeah, the wor- that was the worst part of it. was Like two in the morning, like I had people like texting and calling me asking which room they were in. I'm like, you are absolutely calling the wrong person. <laughs> well, because I j- just been been like force fed a pitcher of Yingling. Yeah, and I was it was I was feeling it. We were
1: we were. It was a little like of a shock because like
2: Alex went home. Yeah, like, Alex didn't get a I hotel. Th- he, My he, brother, who is the best man, planned a, a phenomenal bachelor great party. Job, bro. Did amazing not time. stay in the hotel because I mean, and, and to be fair, Alex does live in the city, but he was then you know the guy who knew everything about the hotel and was off site. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a yeah really rough a, circumstance. Still yeah. good time. It was it a phenomenal time. time. Yeah, amazing yeah. Time. For
0: the record, Richie is a great bedmate. <laughs> <So that's laughs> I think well, I got a bed to myself. Charlie I, and Kyle. We, would, have, we have shared it
1: twice. It, um. Bennett has also said that I'm a great bedmate as well. So uh, we we shared we shared the um, sleeper couch. So
2: ladies rave reviews for Rich. Rich as a bedmate, (laughs) as a cuddler, (laughs) (laughs) as a great cuddler. Uh, What is our next question? Our next
0: question.
3: Wait, me and Jordan shared a bed. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) I was in that. You were you (laughs) were in that room.
2: You were with us. I forgot. I'll have to text Jordan about it, see if I can get a review from yeah. him. I'm sitting here, I was like, I thought Jordan was in my bed. <laughs> he, he was. I thought he was. Cause
0: it was because I got home before everyone, Yeah. and I was just in the room alone with Jordan, and we were just waiting for you guys to get home uh, to go to bed. <laughs> uh, I had to think about it because he was just like, all right, for the wedding, I'm getting them a pair of Mr. and Mrs. Jorts. And I'm like, that is a great fucking idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and you yeah, silently threw up. I remember you were in your Deadpool shirt. Uh, oh, the next morning, yeah. Yeah. Is there an ethical way to make a billion dollars?
2: I'll let you know after we get it from the award-winning <laughs> Brosé podcast. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
1: money. When it's the podcast uh, blowing up and yeah, I mean we we try to do things as ethical as possible. I mm. I anytime I post something on Facebook that has to be mm. has to has like art or whatever, I make sure to tag the artist and stuff.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So that (laughs) was that was the first question. That was the first question I opened. And I was
1: like, I don't want to start with this. Yeah,
0: because. okay, so I'm just going to in my estimation, the answer is no, Mm -hmm. because you have to exploit somebody to get that much money. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think one of the reasons we don't really think about it that much, we don't think about how much more a billion is than a million a lot. Uh, Like, the exponential growth is really hard to conceptualize as a person. Yeah. But, like, a billion dollars is so much more (laughs) than a million dollars that it is unreal. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's there's an ethical way to make a billion dollars. But I might be wrong. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I think, in theory, there is. I I don't think there exists right now a way to.
2: I think with the spirit of entrepreneurship, I, I believe that there is. Like, there is... Liz, are there a lot of examples? No, because we're <laughs> we're getting a lot of like the Amazon stuff that comes out, like the, the terrible workplace treatment and everything like that. And obviously, this this is a big subject because Bernie Sanders came out and said that like billionaires shouldn't exist mm-hmm. as as a rule. I, I don't know if I can get on board with that because I think the spirit of entrepreneurship is a big part of of what makes America as successful and great a country as it is. And so I think the natural, now this is the natural like extent of that. Like being a billionaire means you're making a billion dollars a year, which is wild. That is a a lot of money. Uh, But I also think that that like, I I don't know if Jeff Bezos is evil. I don't think, think I
0: think I, 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 he might be out of touch. Yeah. But I, I don't
2: think, yeah,
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I think you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you yes. make a billion dollars, you're not thinking about the guy. Right. You're not thinking about it's. It's not on your plate because right. you have people who you've delegated to, mm-hmm. to make sure that you make that much money. Yeah. Right. Who then put those policies in place? I don't think Jeff Bezos is personally being like, "Fuck the workers." No.
2: You know. The other thing I want to think, and and I, I really want to stress that I don't want to like that there are there are tons of horror stories that come out about like. People who work in Amazon warehouses, like there, there was a story I think in the New York Times about you know, six to twelve months ago, something like that, where a woman who was pregnant was be still being forced to do like heavy labor, and, and the appropriate number of times that that should happen is zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, that should not happen. I also, and I don't want to minimize this at all, but I also want to point out that there are hundreds of thousands of people that work for Amazon, and if there are, you know, a couple hundred stories of of that happening, that is still too many. But as a as a percentage, there are still a lot of people who I imagine work for Amazon and are thankful that there is an employer who is willing to give them a paycheck and benefits. And I, I think that there is there is an element of that as well when people talk about like getting a fair wage and getting a fair set of benefits and everything like that. There there is a bottom threshold. It's like okay, well if you continue to raise this is the the, the free market argument where it's like if you if you say well Amazon should be paying their employers employees more, then the argument goes okay well you have to pay everybody five dollars more you're going to end up cutting staff or increasing automation at okay. that point. So in that sense, I still think that there is an ethical way to make a billion dollars because you are providing people where the baseline is not making money an opportunity to make some money. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that at that point is what what is popularly considered a living wage, maybe not. That is not a consideration, but it is is an improvement over zero dollars or a zero paycheck. And I think it... it in that perspective, there is a way to an ethical way to make a billion dollars if you make a company like an Amazon or a Google or uh, I, I don't even know what billionaires are there in this. There, there, there shouldn't be many, but there are. There are a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 would say yes, but I'm I'm open to other ideas. <laughs> yeah.
0: Any yeah. other ideas, like from uh, anyone in this room, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyone so, at once. So Matt, Matt and I, I think disagree on this. Yes, but like. I don't think because I think on top of just there at some point you're exploiting somebody like at some point on the line, like mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos is the easiest example because he's so rich. Yes. But I think, I think just at some point along the line, you have done something like Microsoft manipulating the market. So they're the only OS on the, like, you
2: know what I mean? Like there but has it's used for, uh, that's for like major businesses. Yeah.
0: Like there is there along the line, there is something that, that probably went wrong. But I think even just the idea of having that much money is crazy to me because it's like, you're hoarding at that point. You don't, there is no way I don't like, cause there's that, there's that website that's like spend Jeff Bezos's money. There's no yeah, way seen, for him yeah. to spend that. Like you're just like, just put that towards something good. Like, I think yeah. I would have less problem with the idea of billionaires if they were and I, I know this is easy to say when it's not me. Like, it's like, in an ideal world, I would donate a ton of my money. Like, I'm not donating, mm-hmm. like, 60% of my wealth, but by the same token, 60% of my wealth would leave me mostly penniless. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if Jeff Bezos donated 60%, he would still have billions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, all, it's all options in Amazon. Yeah, so and but like... but still, I think, I, I think my, besides, like, down the line, somebody's being exploited, like, Having that much money, there's no reason to. Like, I can't think of a good reason to have to have it.
2: Right, but I, that- I. But I also think that when you have that kind of money, um, uh, the the idea that yes, you are most likely exploiting someone yes. on your way to doing that. But I think that you also look at it as like almost is there a net positive created as a mm. result of this? Yeah. And like, listen, when you've got that amount of money, um, you have the power do like ridiculous we, we talked a couple episodes ago about like how should the one percent spend their money not all the one percent spend their money in the best way and even though but, but even though this is a really tiny thing like Washington, like the washington post is now owned by jeff bezos and he has pretty much been like hands off i'm just gonna pump money into this thing mm-hmm. this is i i believe in the idea of having this newspaper do what it wants he's not come in there and been yeah. like and also you should just like pump alexa as much as you can yeah um like like, like, like there are Small things like that, where I think you can still create a net positive because you have such an immense amount of wealth and an immense amount of mm. power. So it's there's the the counterbalance yeah. Yeah. as well.
0: I think it's also hard because this is on us on a scale that none of us will ever.
1: Like this is yeah. way outside
0: anything we'll ever. Yeah, like it, this is all just hypotheticals.
1: It's, it's a scale that we don't understand and yeah. we never will.
2: Yeah, yeah. The the idea like yes like there are plenty of awful rich people, but the question is is it possible to be ethical uh, to Get a billion, become a billionaire and do it ethically. And I do believe that the answer is yes, if it comes out being a net positive for society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. R- Rich, like, Tim, do you have any thoughts on this?
1: No. Yeah, like, ethically, to become a billionaire, yes. How hard is it? Fucking hard as hell. Like, that's, that's where, like, yeah, it, it, it's, you, you have to try to do everything right. And if you find out that something is being exploited, you have to stop that and if then bud right away but like the the companies have CEOs, coo cfo's all that shit like eventually the president of the company the number one man like would be Bezos owning Washington Post hmm. hands off like whatever they're doing they're doing but he's just making the money off of it
2: he's the bankroll
1: so it's like i i i i believe yes there might be some way to make a billion dollars ethically. Yeah. It's just going to be fucking hard.
2: Yeah, and the key is a billion dollars a year. If you're a billionaire, you're making it every year, which means that you are um taking, you know, whatever the whether it's the income from your business, the 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 dividends, whatever yeah. it is, you are raking in a billion dollars a year and adding it to the bottom line for you for you, you know, John Smith Incorporated, or yeah. Jane Smith Incorporated. That's so much money. It's 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 listen, it's it's a it's unfathomable for me. It's oh, an infallible amount like, of money.
1: Like that's the thing. Like when I think about it, my fantasies of getting money isn't a million. Isn't a. It's it's a hundred thousand. Like yeah, that's how high a billion is. Like I'm like I don't fantasize about getting a billion dollars. I fantasize about getting a hundred thousand dollars, paying off all my debt, and still working the rest of my life. Yeah.
2: Tim, jump in here. What do you think?
3: Hypothetically, is it possible? Yeah, probably. I'm sure. Is it ever going to happen? Fucking no. Because. Just just the general idea of absolute power corrupts absolutely, it's the same thing with money. You, you can't not equate power and money in today's world. And if you are making that much money annually, like over, over, like, oh, I made a billion dollars over the course of my entire life, that, okay, you could probably do that ethically somehow. Mm-hmm. But, like, annually making that amount of money... No, you're absolutely abusing someone or something, whether it's the tax loopholes where it's like we didn't pay any taxes last year so I made a billion plus dollars and it's like how? How can you operate in a country where we tax the fuck out of everything and you don't pay taxes?
2: That specific yeah. problem I don't necessarily blame on the rich people though. Like they're, they ha- Why? they have they're
3: the ones who fund that kind of
2: legislation. Well they uh, or they possible. like yeah, oh, okay. We're going to pull this and then yeah. the people were like Oh, they
3: loophole that. Cool. We're going to... Yeah, well, the government doesn't have to do say
2: yes now. to it, though. The government is very capable of saying, nah. And, and like, if, if you're talking about the corruption... Uh, if you're talking about the, from the corruption angle, the government they doesn't have to say it, no.
3: And then they can... They also do the same thing. Like, yeah, that's conspiracy theory to an extent, but it's just like, you can't tell me that somebody didn't sit down and be like, hey, we're going to come up with this tax idea
4: mm-hmm.
3: for this purpose.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah, but somebody could do that. Like... Before any kind of shit like that comes out, like a million, not a million, gross exaggeration because of alcohol at this point,
4: <laughs> but a lot
3: of very intelligent people that this is literally their fucking job sit there, look at it, and be like, how can this be abused? How can this be yeah. warped? And they know it in advance, and they're going to be like, yeah, that's cool, but that's, those are the people who pay for our re-election. Those are the people who do who are going to put our money on it, or that's a thing that we can now make money off of. So is it going to affect most people? Not really, no, but is it going to affect how much money is flowing into our economy or our federal budget? All, all of these things. It's like we, we let the people who bring the most money into this country keep it all, and then we expect the people who are scraping up money Pennies off the road to pay for fucking everything.
2: I'm going to a relative hypothetical here. <laughs> this is Gross just a. W- e- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, cr- crony capitalism is a, is a crippling problem for the, for the United States and the world as a whole. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to present a, a potential hypothetical. Let's say that tomorrow, um, Jeff Bezos, uh, let's say to, to steal a video game analogy, you're playing Persona 5. <laughs> You've stolen Jeff Bezos' heart. <laughs> And let's just say you've you've ch- created a change of heart. He's woken up after seeing the the ghosts of of Bezos past present and future. He <laughs> decided to change his ways. He's not necessarily going to get rid of the money he has made already. He's already stepped on as many necks and heads and backs as he has. But he's decided at this point I am not going to take in another penny more than I have made. If I make a billion dollars in dividends this the the Next year, it's all going to charity or going to fund a school uh, or multiple schools. Like for the rest of his life, he's just going to sit on the money he's made, and any excess that he makes on top of that, he's going to put towards charitable causes. Would you say that is a net positive for society at that point, or is it still bad because he stepped on you know as many heads and whatever as he's gotten due to, to get here?
0: It this is so, I think. This the, is this is. I know it's
1: a nonsense. Well, I just ethical, no, but, is, I'm just curious. but I mean, still say like, no. this is the trolley question, just financially. Well, no,
0: but I I think that I think that you're. I think that we just look at it. Our perspectives are different. So you're you're saying like, he he. If, in that case, he would definitely be doing a net positive. Yeah. However, in order to make that billion dollars every year, he still has to be taking advantage of people. So like, he would have. From to... my perspective, like, if. If he were, I and I, but I think if he were putting in to the economy and like paying taxes in an appropriate amount to kind of offset what he's doing, because like I, I think if he were, if he were paying the appropriate amount of taxes, or if he decided, like he said, just to put all of his money back into charities, then for the people who he's like taking advantage of, they would have access to the social services, mm-hmm. and they the social services would be funded enough that it wouldn't really matter that they're not made like they're making a minimum wage because they're able to get food. Yeah. And the housing He could
2: single handedly like revitalize the Social Security program.
0: Yes. And so I, I think it would be in that situation it would be a lot for me, it would be, a lot, closer. <laughs> <It's
2: like laughs> It'd be a lot closer. He's
0: still taking advantage of people and that's not good. But I think if he's alleviating a lot of the things that like if if the problems that he's that these people are experiencing because he's taking advantage of them are then being solved by him too. Mm. Like if they're not making enough money, so they have to work a second job and they work all the time, but you're like, I can give, I can give, you know, public transportation. You don't have to worry about having a car. You don't have to worry about childcare, all of these things. Like if he can kind of wipe that away. So it's, so you can live. He's on funding a, all a, the, like the quote unquote
2: entitlement. Exactly. Programs. So yeah.
0: I think then it would end up being, it's hard because then internationally, but at least we'll just talk about in the yeah. U.S. I think, I think you're, I think you're right.
2: I'm, I'm just completely spitballing it, here, it, and, and the way I look at it is different because it's like, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, we I have, that, we have
0: different, we have different views, and that's yeah. okay. Yes. I don't think, I think we just, we just think, I think it's a good, it's good to have that.
2: I, I it absolutely is, and Next. I think that there's, there is a, a, I, I've, I've, I've had this thought in the last couple of days. It's like, you, identifying every idea that's foreign, uh, not foreign, but like uh, uh, in any way opposed to your own as as an enemy view, I think is is a bad way of looking at things. Yeah. And that's why I'm glad that well, we talk about I, this kind of thing because there aren't political things that the four of us disagree on. Yeah. And I'm glad that we talk about
0: that. But I, I think one of the really nice things about all four of us is we have the same end goal. Yeah. So I think all of us really want the best for everyone. Yes. Truly, in our in our heart of hearts. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. And we just disagree on how we're going to get there. Right. But that's, that's stuff you can work on. Mm-hmm. We're not disagreeing on the human right, 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 right. You
2: have to go into that, and I think that if you if people go into that with that mindset, I think it helps yeah, things a lot. Yes, I, Tim. I
3: think my biggest disagreement would be with the term net positive. Would it be an absolute benefit and positive if he started doing that? Absolutely, that'd be fucking phenomenal. He could change so many things, but I don't know if I would agree with it being a net positive because, kind of like Sean said, in order to continue making those dividends, he's still probably Shortchanging somebody or taking advantage of somebody, but also we have to think about before he decided to make that change. It's not
2: like he's starting from zero and he's going. No, up. I'm, 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 he's I'm been adding that into the equation.
3: Fucking hole, and he, now he has to get out of that hole.
2: Right. No, that's that, and I'm adding that into the equation is what I'm saying. Like yeah. that as 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 much as as your, if your perception of Bezos is that he is this ghoul who has you know destroyed you know the working class essentially. By by his methods, would him doing that for the rest of his life? Is he like fifty now, fifty-ish now? If he mm-hmm. lives another forty years, he does that the rest of his life, and then in his estate, like would that offset that for no. you?
3: And and I think that's the thing is I don't know if I necessarily consider Bezos a, a, a ghoul. I don't think he. I think he's a I don't very, either very sav- yeah, I don't. savvy businessman who. Yeah somewhere down in the ranks clearly
2: he, he's that high up he does not control every little yeah. minute yeah. thing. Yeah yeah I, think, I, Bezos, I think Bezos think you're has right. become and Bezos has become like the proxy for every billionaire in this Be, conversation yeah, because, because he's easiest one to understand. Yeah, Cuz
0: he has so yeah. much and I yeah I I genuinely do not think Jeff Bezos is a bad person. I think he had the idea he's like what if shopping but online. Yeah, <laughs> And that's it. And that's yeah. like that in itself is an morally amoral thing. But I think yeah I think every I think it's just down the line somewhere Somebody had to get take, taken advantage of yeah. to to make that much money. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he's complicit in that, whatever. Yeah. But let us. That yeah, is, we have a is, whole lot to get to. This on is such this. a heavy yeah. question. It's a good that we all disagree. Yeah, but we all want the same thing. We want everyone to be happy. Yeah. Please let, add us.
2: Like yeah. genuinely, please add us on this. Yeah, like,
1: if if you want us to do like an entire episode just dedicated to something like that, let us know.
2: We might try to work on that, but yeah. Prob- well, gun- Do I gonna whip like- out my Mercatus Institute notes? It's gonna be a shit show <laughs> like in here. Like the fucking I'm gun, gun control need an episode. Abacus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, guys,
0: I went. I shot guns for the first time. Ooh. The uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, we went to a shooting range and we uh, did the uh, clay pigeons. Oh, and yeah. we shot him with shotguns. It was fucking dope, guys. Guns are so cool. <laughs> I've never done that. I want to do that. It's really cool. It's also. really hard. It's Bro- very difficult.
1: Brosé trip to yeah. uh, shoot clay
2: official pigeons? Official Brosé clay pigeons out. of <laughs> It's yeah. a business
0: trip. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. mean, we can expense tax it. Attempt. I'm doing research. <laughs> boom, boom. It's very... But it is... I It is, it is cool. I, my opinions on guns haven't changed, but it was very fun to do. Sure,
2: absolutely. What is our next question, Our next Sean? question is...
0: Describe a rite of passage that you've completed and what it meant to you. Shit.
2: (sighs) Rite of passage. Boy. Um, You got married. Does that
0: count? (laughs) That 100% counts. What did getting married mean to you? Getting married mean to you?
3: It meant putting a social and formal bow on something that was already there.
4: Hmm. Yeah.
3: And, And... making it socially acceptable for us to live together Mm -hmm. in some people's eyes
0: yes Mm -hmm. some people
3: that's like that that's the biggest thing to me is like whether we are married or whether we are not if we are living together and we are making that dedicated dedicated socially we have made that had that conversation and are living together or like we spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to go do this whole big thing it's bullshit. It, it, at, at this point, the pomp and circumstance is bullshit. But the idea behind it and, like, I want to be with you forever is phenomenal. But living together before that point, it's just like, ah, suck a dick, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a problem with that, that's on you. The, the, the Bible verse that everybody keeps quoting as to, like, this is – if you're causing – other people to think that you're sinning then you're sinning. It's like, did you finish that verse? Because literally the next part is like, you're full of shit. You are misquoting this part, and the next part is a Leviticus more or is or less a lot different thing. than was, I remember. You.
0: You're full of shit. <laughs>
3: Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Leviticus it's literally 14th. saying yeah. don't judge other people. You're not God, it's not your fucking place but like literally the first half is all anyone ever listens to. It's like yeah. suck a dick. I don't care.
2: By the way as, as a side point, um, on the Bible, uh, Leviticus seems to be the chapter that is cited for like every like distasteful part of of Christianity and Catholicism. It just seems like okay. The the argument for gay for against gay marriage Leviticus it's yeah. in there. There's a verse in Leviticus for that. Uh, same thing for um for like women's right to choose and everything like that. Leviticus Leviticus just seemed to, I I've not read Leviticus, but it does seem to be the source of a lot of of like darkness in the world.
0: Yeah, I think it's just like a bunch of rules. That's yeah. what I think it's like. That could, that could explain it. But like there is a there's a st-
3: you should not have mixed cloth
0: on yeah. your skin mm. or a- you stoned. There's a, my favorite, one of my favorite verses is in, I think it's like second Kings or something. And it's this dude is walking to, he's like walking around and some kids come up to him and call him bald. And so he then prays to God and God sends bears to eat the kids. That's the verse. (laughs) So somebody gets called bald and his, his retaliation is having God kill them with bears. By Honest. being mauled by bears.
2: Honestly, let him off light.
0: <laughs> Could have been worse. It's so funny. It's like, go up, baldy. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, I love... It's my favorite. Because it's like such an overreaction.
2: It's like, chill bro. <laughs> bears. <laughs> get him. <laughs> uh, Rich, have you had like a rite of passage in your life?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm 31. So like when I turned 30, I kind of felt like a rite of passage. I was like, wow, I'm actually kind of a fucking adult now. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: it's like it's arbitrary but because it's an even number yeah. you're like
1: yeah and, and that's like i always like i know i've celebrated my birthday every year for the past couple of years but my uh viewpoint is every five years is a big deal mm-hmm. like every fifth birthday like so 35 i'm gonna have a huge blowout and it's like that, that's a that's a big five years is a big deal mm-hmm. but like every person uh change, like, some people say it should be every seven because like, your entire body changes every seven years. Like Your blood cells, oh, your yeah. skin cells, and everything changes every seven years. You completely change personality wise every seven years. But I'm like, nah, five years. Because <laughs> like, it's fucking easier than, <laughs> yeah. than yeah. Yeah. doing. It's it's much easier. Instead yeah. of going 7, 14, 21, 28, 35. Yeah, so you can't even count by seven. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to make That's me count that. by seven? Oh, wait. 7, yeah. 14, 12, 12, 30s 30s? You were right. Yeah, were I was right. 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 Okay, you did. You, you, you had me scared there. <laughs> no, no, you got it. You got it. Um, so it's like
2: sixty-three. Rich Ab- <laughs> had his abacus out while he was. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was
1: clicking aside each of the, uh, each of the little marbles. Um, no, but yeah, like when I turned 30, 30, 30 I was like, uh, I've got. Uh, at the time, I had one niece and one niece on the way, right? No, I had one niece and. The other one was about to turn one, a few few months later, mm-hmm. and um, I was just like, "I'm I actually have to like be an adult to people now and be mature and understand like mm-hmm. how, like it just changed me more. I'm like, I need to understand the world more now. I didn't yeah. just I don't just have to skirt by knowing what Pokemon number one forty eight is, which I believe is Moltres. No, it's I a now Dragonair. Need- uh, shit, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> I just, that I, dragon, I need to know. Dra- Dragonite, it, maybe. Dragonite is 149.
2: Yeah, Don't that. test me, <laughs> motherfucker!
1: Because <'cause laughs> Mewtwo is 150 and yeah. Mew is 151. Um, uh,
2: <laughs> we are adults on the Brose podcast.
1: <laughs> so it's like, I was like, shit, I don't need, <laughs> like, I still have this stupid right, knowledge. Off, but I need, like, real knowledge as well. Yeah, so I had to grow up pretty quickly.
2: On a related, I think my right of passage was like moving into my own apartment. Um, was like I, I obviously I lived on my own during college, but there's always that. First of all, college is different. You're like you're you're on campus. You're you're it's it's high school, but with like it's it's. Boarding school, ostensibly, yeah, and it's like you're you're still twenty years old, Tim Tim doing the the fist because he did that when he was in actual high school <laughs> champion, yeah, like living on his own at that point, and like but like when you have your own apartment, it's like yeah, there obviously when you were in high school and living on your own, there were bills that you paid, but like when I when I lived on my own in in college, we lived in a house in the south side my junior year, and there was one guy who handled the bills. He just you know sent us a request and said, hey, send me a check at the end of the month for for rent and so on and so forth. You know, I never saw a bill. Like that was, that was the first time I was handling every expense, at least it had my finger in every expense, was when I had my own apartment and I was uh, rooming with podcast guest uh, Vince Guida and, uh, and his, his girlfriend at the time. And so that was a right passage for, for, for sure because it was like, all right, I am a real adult with the capital first letters in each one. Like I'm a real adult. I'm paying my bills. I have the student loans. I'm commuting to a job every day. Like, that was the rite of passage for me, was having that separation from the nuclear family a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Sean, did you give one?
0: Uh, No. Okay. I think uh, probably having a kid, like, from the start. Like, so I had, (laughs) so I met Jake when he was six, and, like, he's, I mean, obviously he wasn't self-sufficient at six, but, like, he could kind of handle his shit. A little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Alice is a ground up construction. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and like from the beginning, it's just, it's been so, I don't know. It's just so weird. It really puts stuff. It's so like lame, but it's, it puts stuff into perspective. Cause I'm like, I have to keep this person alive. <laughs> Like she can't do
2: fucking shit. Yeah,
0: she's such an idiot. (laughs) Jump can't even fucking walk. Can't
2: do anything. But you go to jail and she (laughs) dies. So,
0: but like it, I think it was like like Rich. It was like it was kind of a uh, a gut check in terms of like being like I I need I I need to um in terms of the responsibilities that I need to take care of. Like really, kind of taking. Like, taking, I don't know, taking account of the things that I need to get done, like, outside of her, on top of, like, I don't know, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. It's so hard with a baby. Babies are hard. We have an easy baby, and babies are hard. Like, I get (laughs) get what
1: you're saying, because, like, Gwen is four. She is, she can't do everything on her own, but, like, we went to the aquarium, she went to touch a shark, Mm. and afterwards, she went, she got her own paper towel, she dried off her hands by herself, and she got hand sanitizer and cleaned off her hands, whereas a year prior, I'd have to walk her through and actually do it all for yeah. her. Yeah. so After like when she Jake... already put her hand in her mouth. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like not she not probably not. touched a shark and then licked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's delicious. <laughs> like when Jake was six, he was able to do a lot of the little stuff that now you have a a baby that yeah. should, at one point or another you're gonna have to teach them all of this stuff. Yeah. That, like, Jake was, like, able to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like,
0: there have been things that I've been there for Jake, like, to teach him how to do. But, like, it's more social stuff, like how to text your friends and not be annoyed and how to handle a phone call. But, like, yeah, Alice is, like, she still can't sit up. So, it's, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
2: You have to teach her to get her core muscles in, in, yeah. in a working. Yeah. We, we're doing <laughs> Do like So, so we're getting bro? her so uh. small.
0: Is that <laughs> she's baby She's nailed the looking adorable in pictures though.
2: Yeah, oh, she's yes. got has. that down. She has. Yeah, you it's have crazy. an adorable daughter. Yes. Absolutely. She is a cute baby yes. and
0: also sleeps through the night so like
2: Amen. Bless yeah. that, so,
0: you got so lucky with
2: that. So I want to propose something here, real quick, because we are we are soaring past our normal <laughs> our normal runtime, uh, in large part because we had we had a couple of like big meaty questions at the beginning. We have how many questions left, Sean? Four. We have four. Four. Okay. <laughs> Dude, so, Jesus. Would you be interested in doing another round of the Brosé speed round? You th- do you think we can
0: handle that? On, for let me these let questions. me see what we got. Oh, yeah. wait. This is we we only have three more questions. I was I threw that one back in.
2: All right. Do you want to do Do you want to do Rose speed uh, round for these? Do you think that these questions
0: let's are see appropriate? That's what we got
2: for the, Sean's the ultimate judge. Yeah. Uh, I'll allow Joe, I'll Sean make the final call on this. Okay. One. I
0: if, think we can do. How many questions are in the next uh, thing?
1: Eight. So. Well, we can. Uh, uh, I mean, worst case scenario, we uh, give if it we back take, to Mary. If we take
0: longer, we'll just maybe not have.
2: Uh, a hot take, hot takes, hot takes. Okay, takes. all right. Listen, all right. We'll give each section we'll the attention it deserves. Then
0: uh, this, we can't do that. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, what's a your word, favorite no. song and why? By uh, that was submitted by Amanda Hastings. We can favorite do that one song quickly. What's your favorite song ever? Out of all songs, what is your favorite one? I oh, so here's. Man. Here's the thing. I think this is very difficult because picking one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, what's your favorite song right now? Okay. So yeah, right I now. will go first because I have one in my head. I was thinking about this because I was listening on the way here. There's this song called Fine Shrine by Purity Ring. And it is – go listen to it. It's a great song. It makes me cry most of the time. But it uh, it is it is like they distilled the feeling of being in like late high school or college – and driving in the summer with, like, the windows down and a bunch of your friends. Like, it is, the feeling of that song is exactly that. Okay. And it's just, so I, like, have those feelings, and then also the song is, like, pretty, uh, it's, like, a pretty emotional song. But, like, that right now is my favorite song because it is, it's so bizarre. It's, like sense memory like when you smell cookies and you remind you remember your grandmom, mm-hmm. it's exactly like that it's like this song is exactly what that felt like like okay. the the sound of it and everything yeah it's that's so a good, pick. good
2: that's yeah. really good tim do you have a pick for this one
3: uh definitely more of a like recent this is my current favorite song would be uh throne by bring me the horizon yep cuz the entire song is just like you. you can knock me down but fuck it i'm mm-hmm. just you're just building my throne throne higher mm-hmm. fuck you
2: that's nice a good quality tune, man. Yeah,
0: get yourself psyched.
2: That's a that's a good like. I have a I have a playlist of songs in my head where I think like all of these songs would make me. I would run through a brick wall after listening to this and song. That is absolutely one. <laughs> that is a brick wall song. Yeah. Uh, Rich, do you so have shout a shout out to Bulger for introducing me to Bring Me the Horizon? Well bring, done, sir. Bring me hashtag the, Bring friend Me Friend of the Pod. Friend of the Pod, Tim Bulger. Friend of the Pod. Uh, Rich, do you have a pick for favorite song ever? Um, oh, right now. Or right now.
1: <laughs> I don't really know like the first thing that came to my head was a song that I had submitted to the uh, the birthday playlist. Yeah. A playlist? Mm-hmm. Uh is The General yeah, by out. um Dispatch. Cuz it's just such a good song. Like like yeah. I, it, it doesn't hit any like any like memories or anything. For me I'm just like this is a good song. Yeah, that
0: song reminds me of high school a lot because mm. everyone who played guitar in high school played <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was decorated with heart of gold. and it yeah. has like, it's like kind of like in yeah. everyone's range to sing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like it, as it's, long as you can talk real fast. Yeah, you're yeah. good on that.
1: One. Like I, I've, I've sat there and I've listened to that anytime it comes on. I'll listen to it on repeat for at least an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> when you learn bar chords,
1: that's the first song you learn. Yeah. It's yes. very good. I'm not. Yeah, it, that yeah. doesn't mean no. it's a bad song. Like yeah. it's like Wonderwall
0: is a good song, even though everyone plays it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like,
1: like that's the first song that comes ahead to, yeah. to to my mind. So like right now, I would have to say yes. It be the general. Okay, and just oh, yeah. because I just really enjoy listening to it. It's
0: a good song. I, I like songs that have stories. Like that. yeah, yeah, and
1: that's like a lot of my music is that like power metal, more story based. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's the, what's it called when it's the album? Um, uh, the concept, concept album. album. Concept yeah. and stuff to where like that song fits all of that in just a song in like three mm-hmm. and a half minutes. So
2: I've been listening to a lot of um jazz lately for reasons I'll <laughs> disclose later uh, but uh but as far as the, the my favorite song there I think about songs that I could listen to at any time and be like I'm not skipping this cuz there are like a lot of like like indie songs that I could listen to but I'm just not in an indie mood or heavy metal songs so there, there is a song that I could listen to at any time and just be like this song just hits me and it's it's also it's not that. It's not <laughs> Skeletor vs. Beast Man by Gnarl Kill. Uh, it is a song that I submitted to the official Brose playlist, and it is Ten Speed of God's Blood and Burial by okay. Cody Cambria, because it's got a fucking sweet ass riff, and it's got a, a, a fucking great harmony riff on top of it, but it's not like a natural, like the normal, like, oh, it's just gonna go fifth step up. It's a weird harmony, and it works really well, and it's a Beautiful. it's like a little bit harder rocking, but it's a pops a great a ton of great hooks in it. It's got a bitchin' guitar solo. There's a little bit of a, of a story element to it. Um, great vocal parts. It's just It's got a little bit of everything. And that opening riff, just it. it I can listen to that song anytime it comes on. It's really good. I That's love it. That's a good it. pick, man. Right. Well right. done. Uh, what is our next song, okay. Sean? Our next, next song. Next our next song. question.
0: Our next song. Gee, I'm just going to do it like a... Sing it to me. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any... <laughs> Okay, this is a long song, and I can't do that. I'm not going to do that to you guys. Uh, This was submitted by James Holland. I don't know if I said the last one was submitted by Amanda. You did, yes. Okay. Uh, This is submitted by James Holland. Do you have any favorite Disney movie conspiracies? Did you know there were Disney movie conspiracies? (laughs) For example, in The Little Mermaid, Ursula was Triton's
1: banished sister and used Ariel to regain the throne.
0: Do you have a favorite one?
1: Oh, like legit. Not just like... Oh, they hit dicks and things and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only shit I know. It's like oh. the weddings got a
2: heart on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was so that that's interesting because Little Mermaid was based on uh, what is that Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale? Is that a thing? Uh, or the Brothers Grimm? Is a Grimm? One of yeah. Those. Like so, I'm 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 curious to see if that was actually part of that story or if that's a conspiracy. Because then you're going back to a conspiracy from like a like a old-timey fairy tale yeah. yeah um do you guys have any favorite disney conspiracies for any disney movies uh, nasty I don't know I got a favorite.
1: Not that I can think of. Like so the, the only things, things I enjoy are conspiracies. They're the
3: original stories they're based on, which are just so much darker and more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the it's
1: Brothers Grimm stuff. Though. And, yeah. and... Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ariel turns into a grub. Oh, I know. Yeah.
1: My, my favorite well, one no, is... No, her legs
3: physically hurt and are in excruciating pain or whatever. Yeah, oh, they, I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought yeah. she was like... The every... sister of Cinderella cuts her toes off so she can put her foot in the... Like, I do know that shit. one.
4: Yes.
0: Yeah. So... Okay. Yeah uh my favorite is that all the pixar movies
1: that the pixar theory that's my favorite they're all in the same universe yeah so it starts with
0: brave and then moves on through everything and Mm. i mean
1: that makes sense because that's my
0: favorite one just because of how much thought has gone into it and it Mm. makes it like it doesn't i think that's a nice conspiracy theory because it doesn't change any of the movies in a noticeable way it's just like here's a fun thing yeah because I think like still
1: sucks. pizza, a Pizza Planet truck or Pizza Planet itself is referenced in every Pixar yeah. movie, and the same the room where everyone learned how to animate is, is included in all, all, the, in all the Pixar yeah. films yeah, that, as well. Yeah, that room number. Yeah, so it's, they they throw that in, and it's like, yeah. oh, they're all the same universe, which is awesome. Yeah, in it's Toy fun. Story
2: three isn't the Trash Man supposed to be Skull or uh, Sid? Yes. Yeah. E- yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That, that was the, uh, I don't know if that's a conspiracy or if it's just like confirmed at this point. That's that kid's supposed to be Sid yeah. from the first Toy Story movie. I think so. Uh, I'll say my favorite Disney conspiracy then is that uh, Han shot first because that's technically a Disney <laughs> property now. <laughs>
1: see, 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 the thing is, that's not a, conspiracy. not a conspiracy.
2: That's
1: true. It's true because it was. Not like, according
2: to the remakes, buddy. No, it's <laughs> not, not according
1: to the guy who made it. It's not that Han shot first. It's Han fucking shot. Okay. That's it. Han shot killed Greedo. There's no first. So, Han shot. That's okay. it.
0: So not to derail because our cuz he
3: can dodge a laser which is physically impossible.
0: <laughs> not to derail our 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 lightning round, but like what I don't understand? So I've so, seen so, the original Star Wars movies and I know the Han shot first meme, but I have no idea what's going on.
1: So uh, to <laughs> paint uh to paint a better picture for Han Solo and not that he's just a shitty person. Uh... They edited the special editions, to make it look like Greedo shot at Han, and then Han shot Greedo uh, in the cantina on Tatooine. Does it matter, though?
0: Like, does it does it make you like Han any less if no. he's kind of a dick at the beginning this, and then becomes less of a it dick? It
2: bothers people because George Lucas thought it was important, that, ah. that this affected his character yeah. in some way, that he either but shot it's... before or shot at the same time as this bounty hunter who is going after him.
1: Which, like, my... I always thought the Han shot first argument was when he's on the Death Star and he fires at the stormtroopers that are shooting at him mm. when he runs into them. Which, that seems like but,
2: a scenario where you absolutely 100% should shoot first. <laughs> but, but it's like,
1: shoot that guy! I'm like, when, well, when wait I found, a minute, let's
2: see what he wants to do.
1: When I found out it was the Greedo instance and not the stormtrooper instance, I'm like, I mean, it makes more sense to argue whether or not Han shot first with the stormtroopers Cause Han could have just been a dignitary on the on on there to talk to oh, I the emperor, disagree. like whereas Greedo is just like oh Greedo is trying to capture him for the bounty. Greedo is a bounty hunter. He's a bad, possibly bad sort hunter, of to a bad mouth. person. Wookiee, wookiee. But, just... the,
3: but Han is also like more or less drawn up as his character of like I am not going to actively pursue other people and yes Greedo sat down at the table and blah 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 but the idea is just like he's still not he doesn't want to kill people he wants to protect himself and get out so he's always going to be words first and then it's the idea of just no I'm just gonna shoot you so that is a just versus I was shot at and now I'm going to shoot you is a distinct difference in character and approach and decision making because it potentially
2: shows growth throughout the the series then because if you're the asshole who's going to shoot first and then by the end you're like i'm full on with the rebellion and i believe in the force then you've shown some growth as a character yeah
3: correct so that gives that storyline but the idea is that he's already supposed to be kind of in the idea of i i don't really care about destroying other people i'm just out for me and protecting me Mm -hmm. and killing other people is just That's extra work.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, let's wrap up this up with. uh, Do we have one more question, Sean?
0: Uh, we do. Do Did you read it? I read it. Do you agree Um, that it it seems like a lot for a speed round? But we can we can do it if you want.
1: I I feel like this could go into the next episode, or um, we could just save it for another time. Um.
2: Yeah. Let's see what happens in the next episode on this one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's let's push this one on down the the line. Yeah. How long have we been That's going? What we
2: call a teaser. We've been going for a long time. Uh, <laughs> All right. But no now 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 we were, so so uh, we're going we're to tease the next episode with a, it's a saucy question Spicy. for Brosé episode 20.3. Uh, but that was, that was everything for, for this round. Thanks to everybody, uh, Amanda, James, and everybody uh, who submitted questions for this round of episodes. Uh, but uh, we've got plenty of takes. We can't fit them all on this show, <laughs> no. so they, they it spill out of us onto our Twitter timelines. So, Sean, where can people find your takes <laughs> on Twitter? You can
0: find my takes at, hey, it's SOB.
2: How about you, Tim?
1: Whip. At Tim <laughs> uh, Mr. Sweetin. At B underscore walnuts.
2: And you can find me on Twitter at MKASNEL. M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast, as always, is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, And if you have a question you'd like to send in to have us answer on the show, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. It's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Shannon Vogel for designing our logo. You can find her work at Shannon Vogel Photography or on etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can find his music on the free music archive rich you co-host another podcast yeah check out pod quest
1: uh it's a nerd roundtable. we talk about the nerd news and other shit each week
2: uh i lis- i co-host the keystone coast to coast podcast a sports podcast with my friend eddie provident listen to the whole thing don't listen to any of my takes about baker mayfield because they were all wrong <laughs> uh and uh i also edit the podcast under pressure the head- the hidden story of pregnancy and preeclampsia say so goodbye to the listeners everybody goodbye Bye. ciao for Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, Rich Sweeten, and the entire Action Moves team. Moo. My name is Matt Casnell, Reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Woo. Like real fucking stupid. Like real dumb. Like that's fucking I idiot. God, what a maroon. I'll take dumb for two hundred, Alex. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what a bunch of malarkey.